Welcome. You are here for Ashley's Heart Song on the Win Win Women TV network. This is the place where we get out of the stress and back into our body, our life, and our business. When we master the mind, we actually trap that, that stress that steals our life and we can eliminate it. Ah, and today we have a very special guest. And before I get to her, we want to do our vitality score just really quick. Because each week, it's important for us to tap in to where we are with our mental health, physical health, emotional health, and spiritual health, so that we can work on those areas of our life that are scoring a little low, so we can get that up-leveled and we can live with vibrancy. So take out your pen and paper. Let's get your mental health, your mental vitality this week. Where are you today mentally? Do you feel clear? And just, you know, like you just got it all together mentally. That's going to score between a five and a 10. But if you are um, unclear in your thinking, if you feel, I don't know, just like you can't put your thoughts together, then that's going to be scoring between a one and a five. So put your score down. For emotional health this week, emotionally, where are you on a scale of one to 10? Do you feel emotionally balanced and your moods are just joy like the woman that is joining us today? Or are you around a one to a five where you're a little moody, you're a little cross, you know, you just got some things going on that are pulling your moods out of whack. That's a one and a five. So write your score down. And then let's go on to physical health. Physically, where do you feel this week? Are you strong? Are you mobile and flexible? Are you moving with ease? Do you feel like you've got plenty of energy to get through your day and to do everything that's on your list? Do you have the energy for your workout, for a great walk outside or snow skiing down a hill, whatever it is? Where are you physically? On a 10, a 10 is feeling all of that energy. A one to a five is, eh, you feel a little below the line. Your body doesn't have the energy. You feel fatigued, maybe. Write down your score between one and 10. And next we have our spiritual health. Spiritually, where are you? Are you in alignment today? Do you feel connected? Do you feel like you are living according to your highest goal, your reason for being? That's gonna get you close to a 10. Or if you feel completely disconnected, alone, isolated, that's going to score closer to a one. So write down your spiritual score. Add all four of those together. The highest score is a 40. If you score between a 30 to a 40, you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing and look at those areas that have scored a little low that have kept you from the 40 and address those now. If you are scoring below a 30, again, look at those areas and attend to those areas that are pulling your score. You have the choice each and every day to attend to your health and vitality or not. So the question is, are you going to attend to your health and vitality and help yourself up level that score? I am on your side. So if you need anything from me, let me know. But welcome, welcome, welcome to Ashley's Heart Song. Those of you who are joining the live audience, I'm so grateful you're here. 
Thank you for joining in for this special time that we're going to have with Leanne Lyon. So let me introduce our guest real quick, and then I will pull her on the screen with me. Leanne Lyon is the Chief Joy Officer of Joyminder. She has been a teacher, entrepreneur, BNI director, consultant, and chapter president. Worked on multiple Tony Robbins crews and was a Toastmaster president. She is a black belt in Taekwondo John, and a John Maxwell speaker. Her passion is to see small business startups realize the dream that has set them uh, has set them up and started a business. All right, Leanne, I'm going to bring you on with me, girl. Here we go. Yay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Leanne. Happy that you're here. Thank you so much. That was awkward to hear the introduction. I'm like, wow, this person sounds amazing. And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> wait, that's me. I do. That's crazy. Who does You're all so that? Cool that way. You're so cool that way. <laughs> That's a fun perspective to have, isn't it? It is. It's it is. It's it is amazing, truly. I do reflect back on, you know, goals I had as a child, as a as a young adult, saying someday. And now you get to the point and you're like, I did that. It's pretty cool. It is very cool. It is very cool. So tell us a story about you. Let's just jump right in and just give us a little nugget about who Leanne is so we can begin to build that little relationship with you. Hmm, that's a great question. Um, you know, when, when I have a show as well, as you probably know, I didn't think I mentioned that in my bio, but you I have a show in Win Win Women TV also. And one of the questions I like to ask my my guests is, what did you play when you were a child? Mm -hmm. Did you play, you know, um, bad man, good man, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> did you, did you play a lot of sports? Did you, or did you do what I did as a kid? And I played teacher. I didn't mm -hmm. play homemaker. Asked my husband. Um, I played teacher. Right. And and sure enough, I eventually went into and became a licensed teacher, middle school which means, you know, in heaven, the saints are back there. I'm up here. And I, I love teaching. I loved teaching. I still love teaching and I still teach um, because every day, whether I'm doing sales or I'm educating an entrepreneur on a next step that they can take, it's teaching. It's all teaching. So that's a little story from five-year-old Leanne teaching her two-year-old sister how to spell all the way up to honestly today. Yes, I love that. We also played school. Um, that was just so much fun to play school and in yeah. office. And and then we also had a fun little game. Did you um, find that you would, your imagination would just start rolling? We had this bed that was kind of like, did you remember the movie Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? Oh, loved that. Tina. Loved <laughs> so we had a bed, kind of like a Bed Knobs and Broomsticks bed. Oh. And we would play like we were on that bed and going for a ride. Oh my gosh, it would be so much fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Imagination as a child is a joy. Yeah. And it, so that is part of you is the joy. Mm -hmm. So has that joy, you're the chief joy officer, right? So has joy always been a part of who you are? And um, let me put that in. Yes, of course. It was knit together in your mother's womb for you to be joy. But did you always know 
that it was joy? No, I would have to say no. Um, you know, the, I think I grew up like oh, most kids uh, going through some trials. You know, I'm blessed to say that I went through far fewer and less severe trials than I would say many, many, many people go through. You know, I have been, I was raised as a Christian, still am, and I really do praise God to say, thank you for letting me be born in America, in this body, with this face, with this brain. I am among the highest, most blessed people on earth. It's still to this day, I wake up and I'm like, look at this bed that I'm laying in. Feel this pillow under my head right there beyond what millions of people, billions of people in the world have. Have you ever gone to a museum and you see what they used to use for under their heads and necks? Like for, I mean, really? Or I, I even reading Old Testament and I'm like, and they put a rock under their head and I'm like, oh. you know, like, couldn't they pad that a little bit? <laughs> So I've, I really, I, thankfully I was raised um, praying and one of my prayers was just always just Thanksgiving. Um, you know, the, the book, good night moon, good night moon. Yes. yes. Yeah. Basically I did the same thing, except instead of good night moon, good night. I was like, thank you for the bookshelf. Thank you for the books. Thank you for the ceiling. Thank you for the walls. Thank you for the bed. And it was all, it was all gratitude. And I think gratitude plays into joy. Most certainly does. Yes. And those are sacred metabolizers. So are you familiar with that terminology, a sacred metabolizer? Mm -hmm. So a sacred metabolizer is a state of being like joy and gratitude, um, courage, commitment, compassion. There's several. And it is the, um, the quantum physics of us being able to be the biological equivalent of that frequency. So Leanne, when you are professing the joy and you're feeling the joy within you, your cell frequency, your body frequency is actually elevated up to the frequency of what joy is mm. when you feel that. And that is so metabolically healing and um, yeah, you heal, repair, restore, maintain at that frequency. It's so much easier than at that frequency, as you know, of fear, right? So waking up in that, I am not grateful for, right? But more of just a eh, eh, pig pen kind of philosophy, <laughs> and then we're not in that state. So you, my girl, are living in that state of joy and that being that biological equivalent. It's beautiful. Do you know what the higher frequency is? Oh, yes. Yes. What? Bliss is the highest. Mm -hmm. Authenticity is three times higher than love. Mm -hmm. That's and so authenticity actually has a higher vibrational frequency than anything else is what I was recently uh, ah, interesting. Mm -hmm. interesting yeah but how joyful is it to be authentic mm -hmm. if you truly embrace it you know if you're fearful of being authentic it's not going to be the same then you have fear and you're not being authentic because you have fear mm -hmm. right yeah, it's about feeling it in your body, just 100%. Yeah. To the very marrow of your bones is the way I put it, right? Just Yep, 100%. How beautiful. Well, Leanne, you help small business solopreneurs. Yes. You help solopreneurs 
Do you help them get started? Do you help them find their path? What is it that you do for solopreneurs? Having been a solopreneur and owning a, a company, a manufacturing company, I've done a lot of different types of business. Um, I've gone through and learned uh, tools to use. I've utilized coaches. I've done a lot of different things. And essentially, I've gathered those together into what I call JoinMinder Solutions so that I can work with business owners, hear where their struggles are, hear where their pain points are. There's typically seven different areas that solopreneurs or any business owner struggles in. And my uh, JoyMinder Solutions offers different solutions for each of those different pain points. Nice. So what would you say is the number one pain point typically? Marketing. Marketing. Uh, many people are afraid to be authentic mm -hmm. in their marketing. And, you know, even today I had a conversation. He's like, well, you know, you kept telling me I had to be more me in my marketing. And so, you know, after resisting it for a long time, just before Christmas, I took my puppy and we talked about, you know, my puppy needs to lose weight, but my puppy likes its treats. And he said, I got so much traction on that post. And I'm like, yep, now try not making it about business occasionally, at least just be you. And yes, occasionally make sure people know what you do thing too. Wow. That's awesome. So as far as marketing goes, uh, we know there's that social media presence, but is there something else that you see as important for solopreneurs to do that's outside of social media? Yeah, well, utilize the people you know. We all know 250, probably 300. I know in my phone, I've got 2,000 people in here. 2,000. Utilize the relationships you have. You don't always have to be going for the next relationship or cold calling. Call up those people you've had a conversation with before. And most importantly, ask them how they're doing you know, care about what they are doing. And when you do, you'll be surprised at what comes back. At least they're going to ask you what you're doing. And if you can carefully not start selling them, they and they can learn to just, okay, I'm safe with her. Every time I talk to her, she's not going to sell me something, but they also see you as a resource or for whatever it is that you do. You know, you can become that person they go to, whether they need to get something off their mind, have a new introduction, see if you know somebody, and business can flow right from there. And many businesses can make it, especially solopreneur type businesses, real estate, insurance, it's all based on referral. So get good at referrals. Nice. Is that no, not marketing, right? But it is. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the hardest things to do is to get into that conversation instead of just jumping right at it and saying, hey, <laughs> would you love this? Right? Yes. I think a lot of people find that challenging. I know I I always did. Yeah. Always found that challenging. Yeah. Beautiful. Any other tips for a solopreneur trying to get their name out there? Um, I will just say the book that I'm reading that talks about exactly what I just mentioned is called The Referral of a Lifetime by Tim Templeton. So if anybody wants to check that out, it actually was written in 2003. So it's old, 
And I say that because in 2003, we didn't have social media. We were barely using email and websites were uncommon. Mm -hmm. So we have you know, 20 years. That's what we've done mm -hmm. um, to get where we are today. So there is a second version of the book. Make sure you get the revised version. And that can be a really great resource for you. Yeah, one that was really big when I was in college was The Greatest Salesman in the World. And it was written so, so fun. I love that book. You got it right there around you. I was going to say, I think it's across the room. I have two copies that are floating around. Plus I have it on my phone. My husband and I are actually going through that process um, right now, every day. We start with that after prayer, after meditation. Uh, we do that. And every night we read it out loud. Every night we're wow. going through that whole, it's a 300 day commitment to creating new habits, but it's not, a, not habits in terms of go to the gym and eat better. It's habits in terms of principles and creating strong principles over the course of 2024, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. And when we create the strong principles versus a habit, that's actually how we operate, right? A principle is what we stand for. It's how we operate. And when that is shining out, yeah. that has so much more power than I have it ever thought of. Thanks for bringing that up, Leanne. Yeah, true, true, true. Have you done StrengthsFinder? Yes. Okay. Do you happen to know your strengths offhand? Um, I do have them. I do know them. Maximizer and um, I've got uh, them right there written down for me, all five. But I usually keep them like pinned up so I remember to work inside my strength when I'm doing things. When you first found out what your top five strengths were, how did you, do you remember how you felt? Um, I felt, on a couple of them, I was going, really? <laughs> but then on a couple of others, I went, huh, that's really cool. That feels good. I like that. Yeah. 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 So there's a knowing in there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's very interesting, Liam, because I did that test twice and there was probably a decade difference between them and they were completely different. Yeah, they give you the top five, but they say that we actually operate in our top 10. And yeah. so that actually would compute because they do say our strengths don't truly change even over decades. Mm -hmm. But you may have incorporated, you might have been more strong in you know, in the top 10, they're all very fluid and they're relatively equal. So even though my top five are strategic achiever, intellection, belief, and positivity, um, on any given day, I might be bringing in my six through 10 and not necessarily know it. Yeah. But I was shocked and excited. I mean, it just made sense. I'm like, ah, oh, strategic achiever, belief and positivity, done and done. What's this election thing though? I don't get that. <laughs> I had to look that one up. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Street Finder is really cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know why, I guess because you asked me on the spot that the only one I think of is Maximizer. You know, when you're on the spot, it's just like your brain goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? What is it? What is it? I have it. I put it everywhere. I put it on my LinkedIn. I put it on my profiles just because it does help people to know how to relate to me. And, you know, sometimes strategic and achiever right at the top. That is a, I tend to be a little direct. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? <laughs> All right. 
So you, I'm going to kind of switch gears just a little bit. Yeah. You're a black belt in martial arts. And when we were just talking among ourselves, you spoke to, to something around this, that occurrence that happened, that experience that you had that kept you from moving forward with that. And I think that is so relevant to people in their life today, because for some one reason or another, we get blocked. And so do you mind telling that story so we can kind of visit around that a little bit? Yeah, not at all. I, um, I actually wanted to get my black belt all the way from my teenage years. I actually started it several times before I had children, while I had children, and ultimately, um, after my kids were already into their process, I recommitted and then achieved my black belt after both of my daughters. And that was my first degree of black belt. My husband's shortly thereafter got it. We we're a four black belt family, kind of cool. Families who kick together, stick together is one of our themes. We had the blessing of traveling around the country for competitions. We've done competitions. All of us have won things. It's fun. So I kept going because although only 1% of white belts will get their black belt, only 1% of first degree black belts will get their second degree black belt. And if there's one thing I know is that I'm a strategic achiever, guess what? <laughs> I want that second degree. And it continues on. 1% of second degrees will get third and so forth. That's why it's so elite to be a seventh, eighth you know, degree black belt is amazing. And I don't have aspirations to that, but second, third, I'd love to hit fourth. Um, but the night before my second degree black belt test, I took a, a jump sidekick, landed, my knee went out, completely dissolved underneath underneath me. And um, my the master black belt that I was overseeing me later told me, I didn't know you knew those words. <laughs> And it was devastating because obviously I was not testing the next day. And guess what? They don't just give you a black belt for intention ever. Doesn't happen. Can't do it from a wheelchair or on crutches. You have to show up and you have to be able to do it. And I couldn't. So I have not given that up. It's kind of like a grain of sand in my shoe. I can't not think about it. Actually, I do keep my gloves and my black belt. Oh, you muted yourself. I keep it right here because it's it's that prevalent to me that I keep working towards this. Um, and I do think that that speaks to a, a lot of other things. I've had other companies, in fact, even recently, kind of had the rug pulled up from underneath me, so to speak, kind of like, you know, busting up my knee. And what do you do next? So I could share another story. Uh, a few years ago, I had a um, YouTube channel. Still have it now, but for 10 months, it poof, disappeared. And the day that that happened, was <laughs> a very bad day. Um, not to be too graphic, but let's just say I didn't eat anything that day <laughs> because I just couldn't hold anything down. It was that upsetting. The next day, I took a deep breath. I said some prayers and I said, what do I need to do next? And I said, I know I need to be out in front of people 
10 days later, I had a gathering of people in front of me. I stood up and I gave a John Maxwell speech to realtors and insurance and mortgage people. And that's what I did. That eventually led me into win-win women and having a podcast and all sorts of other things that have followed. So if I had decided that I was never meant to have to be a speaker, never meant to be anywhere and had just disappeared, what good would it have done me or anyone else? Yeah. So life happens for you, not to you. That's right. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah, there have, it's been very interesting to watch 2023 play out into 2024. And because, you know, you just spoke to a few things that have happened to you that could have pulled the rug out from underneath you. But being who you are, you got up and went, it's happening for me, not against me. I'm moving forward, right? And I found that same thing. A couple of things happened that three decades ago, it may have really thrown me for a loop and, you know, knocked me down. But it's like, no, everything that happens to me is a gift from God. Everything, no matter how um, out of sorts it may seem, everything always happens for me instead of to me. And I love that that you have that mantra. That's very cool. Yeah. And it's even a bigger blessing when you can see it passed on. When somebody can either tells you, you did this, so I did that. Or uh, more subtly, our daughter was home yesterday to watch the football game with us. And um, she did find out recently she didn't get a job. She thought she had for sure that she thought for sure she was being offered. She made it all the way through all the interviews. And I asked, we, you know, we talked last night. She's like, yep, I've applied to 20 jobs since. I'm like, that's my girl. (laughs) That's awesome. Yep. You passed it on. Yeah. So, yep. And really it's not necessarily because I don't picture you, Leanne, as someone who drilled that in verbally to them. I've, I see from you that it was more of an example of who you are and how you participate in your life that she grabbed hold of that. Yeah, this is a a very strong-minded young woman. Uh, There's no, no, (laughs) it's only lead by example, (laughs) especially. No telling her what to do. (laughs) Mm, No, no, not at all. And one thing you've learned as a mom of 20-somethings is you ask permission to share. (laughs) and I love it I love the journey you know motherhood has definitely taught me more than a couple lessons as well yeah isn't that true yeah I know with my boys there's sometimes when I'll just start spitting something off and I go oh wait a minute I didn't ask your permission may I share please (laughs) or like yes I know you want to go for it (laughs) or I've had them say no I've had them say not yet or let me finish all of which is completely valid. You know, I do love and respect them for their amazing individuality. And I do feel incredibly blessed that they are the strong-minded young women that they are. That's beautiful. Is there something else that you would like to share before we head over into some Q&A? Let's see. Yeah, that's a great question. I think I, I was thinking this one thing. If there is one phrase, you you can train yourself 
to think anything. When you slip on the ice, when you, you know, when things don't go your way, nobody plans to slip on the ice. Nobody plans to, you know, do, do some things, right? But especially when you know specifically something that you've been working towards, you've been planning, and somebody else does have the control to pull the rug out underneath you. I love this. I, I put it up on Facebook recently. Somebody else created the post originally. I used to just say the word next. You know, you could say in a relationship. Well, that didn't work out. Next. I love this new phrase, though. I'm trying to get this into my system. And it's just this. Plot twist. <laughs> I love books. And, you know, the best books, the, really, if you think about this, this is a new thought. The best books aren't linear. The best books have some trials, some tribulations, some, you think you're going one way and then boom, you're going the other. And honestly, even in martial arts, it's kind of the same way. Those quick, those quick switches, those quick turns that strike, that, that's what makes it so fun. I mean, if our life was just a, you know, slide down the slide, you know, it's fun in the moment, but we, it's more fun, I think, <laughs> to have a little plot twist. I love that, Leanne, a plot twist. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> love it, love it. Oh my goodness, Leanne, thank you so much for being on the show today. My pleasure. It was such a pleasure to have you. Such a pleasure to have you. And- I just want to remind everybody, we are here every single Monday. So thank you for joining today. Join me again next week as we continue to armor up our lives. See you soon.